All right, Action Fanatics. Welcome back. This is officially, this is officially the first football slash soccer pod we've done. So I'm super excited about this. Uh, reason, um, the reason we're doing it is, is because of Euro 2021 and Copa 2021 going off at the same time. And really since the pandemic, um, I have been, uh, I've become a, I've become a soccer guy. So, uh, first and foremost, thank you to, uh, Wild Rose Casino casinos, I should say in, uh, Jefferson, of course, Emmitsburg and Clinton and to the DraftKings Sportsbook there, as well as their other partner uh, on the AppSide, Bet Rivers. Always a pleasure to have them on board. Love that we're doing it again, and we're going to get into uh, a little soccer. So my guest this week, a friend of mine, a co-worker of mine, and really the guy who helped get me into soccer. He's an Arsenal fan. I'm a Chelsea fan. And as I watch Euros, uh, Mirza, I started to realize that the German team had a lot of my guys on their team. I think we have three that start. Well, Werner came off the bench, but I want to introduce everybody to uh, Mirza Muhammad Dagic. Uh, Mirza's an awesome dude. Some of you may have known him just from being out about Des Moines um, Valley, right? You went to Valley? Johnson. Johnston. He went Johnson, then Drake? Johnson, then Drake, yeah. Yes, got Actually. it. So he's a Des Moines kid, too. Um, Mirza, thanks for uh, thanks for joining me. I know you're you're kind of um, doing a friend a favor, but you have awesome takes on soccer. There's no doubt in my mind it's growing. Uh, the, the men's team will never be what the women's team is, uh, but I have newfound respect for what the women are doing. Can't wait to see the Olympics and the men's team um, is really formidable now. So, um, Mirza, welcome aboard. I'd love to, if you could, too, kind of just share your story because I think it's a, it's a really a fantastic one and it lends itself to soccer for sure. Yeah. Um, thanks for having me, Todd. Um, obviously, you know, I'm a big uh, soccer guy, as Todd said. I'm a big Arsenal fan. Um, you know, my background, obviously, played soccer most of my life. My dad was a played semi-pro pro soccer um, through his career, uh, played a little bit in Germany, a little bit in Croatia, but he kind of gave me the love of the game. Uh, soccer kind of runs in our bloodline. Um, everybody, you know, all my cousins play, I play. Um, all my little cousins that are growing up are playing. Um, so it's just something that's always been a part of my life and I've always enjoyed watching soccer. Um, you know, sadly enough, I'm an Arsenal fan, which is kind of a heartbreaking thing for me. Um, to kind of go with heartbreak, I'm actually wearing a Browns hat. Just yeah, that's not heartbreak, up. brother. Browns is not heartbreak. You are on the right side. You're a Colts fan, I know. You just like the hat. You like the you like the brownie hat. Yeah, I like the I like the orange leprechaun on my head. Um, that's awesome. Nice little, nice little guy. Um, you know, obviously with the Euros going on, it's kind of fun. Um, it's it's a good time to watch soccer because you know there's some NBA basketball on, baseball just kind of starting. Um, NHL is here and there, but you know, if you're a soccer fan, this is kind of a big deal. Euros happen every two years. Um, unlike the world cup, which is every four years. So 
you know, it's, it's a big thing. Uh, you know, you got the Copa, which is basically the championship of South America. The gold Cup's going to start, which the United States are going to be participating in, um, the first, first week, I believe of July. Um, so that's going to be good too. Kind of like what Todd said, you know, men's soccer in the United States is growing. I think, you know, with Pulisic, um, Weston McKinney, all these guys playing overseas, playing for good teams, Sergio Dest at Barcelona as well. Yep. Uh, it's, it's just a good time to be a fan of soccer in the United States. Um, and then betting wise, soccer is a little bit easier to bet than other sports, in my opinion, because you're not talking about huge favorites. You're also not talking about large margins. You're talking about half a goal, a goal um, over under is usually nothing too crazy. And, you know, it's, it's a lot more manageable. And also there's so many leagues going on at the same time. If you know your different leagues, you can pick parlays that are more likely to hit than in baseball, basketball, or football. Even if you're kind of picking and choosing, um, it's just, it's just, there's so much more ability to pick. Um, you're, you're, you do a really good job too, because the, I my level, you know, I could look at a football game and see, okay, Hey, you know, we have Troy Aikman's not starting left tackles out. That's a big deal. I'm not even looking when I'm gambling and I've done well on soccer. You're able to look at the, what I appreciate about you, you're able to look at these lineups that teams across the world and just say, Hey, you know, Fred's not starting or, you know, Pepe La Chica, he's not starting. And so you're kind of looking, you, you're able to look at these teams that way too. That's a big deal in soccer betting, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's big. Cause I mean, they usually release the lineups uh, about an hour before the games. Right. Kind of they take a long time. Them. Yep. Yeah. Cause it, it's going to change the game a lot. Um, obviously you don't, you don't want to give the competitive edge to the other team by releasing the lineups too early. Um, especially if one of your best players is out or if you're resting players for a championship game, you know, in the champions league or the Europa league, there's a lot of little intricacies within soccer that you don't see with other sports. Um, you know, cause with baseball, they're all playing, you know, within the MLB, but with soccer, you have your internal league, then you have the European cup, then you have your own internal cup. So there's a lot of matches that you have to kind of put a finite group of players to play through the year, you know? Um, so picking and choosing what squad to play every week or even on a Tuesday, then a Saturday makes a huge difference. And then also home and away game, I think in soccer, home and away makes a huge difference. Obviously, we were talking about playing in Russia as opposed to not playing in Russia. Yeah. If you're if you're playing in Russia, especially if it's a full stadium, obviously with COVID it's a little bit different, but it's a it's a very aggressive atmosphere. You don't feel welcome there. Uh, not just not just in a hey, these guys are um, against me. It's like, oh wow, I kind of feel threatened like literally threatened. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting, but you know, soccer, like I said, it's, it's definitely something if you kind of pick up on the little things you can make a lot of money on, especially if you're betting. Um, you know, my, my dad's won some huge bets on Israeli soccer, Turkish soccer, South American soccer, just betting the leagues, you know, $17 bets where I think I, I showed you even, I showed Todd. That one was crazy. Shots. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he won like seven grand off a $17 bet. 
And it's, it's just something where there's so many, like I said, there's so many games that you can kind of pick and choose what quality games and those, you know, those odds add up. You know, I, I, I picked up, uh, uh, the other day, what was it? The $10 bet to win, uh, $11,000. <laughs> was it, uh, three to two in the England game and two to zero in the Croatia game. Yeah. The correct uh, score. Um, yeah. Didn't, didn't win that, but you know, there's, there's always a chance for $10. I mean, win 11 grand. Why not? Yeah. Like, and I tell that's the cool thing with soccer offers too, is once you get into, um, bat rivers and DraftKings, once you get into the app, you can almost get lost. And the cool thing is, is it, it offers you, you can do an over under granted, the odds are going to slam, but you could do a half a goal. You know, you can do four and a half goals, you could get numbers on all that stuff. Pick the correct score. Um, there's just a lot of different score. ways. You know, it's yeah. it's you got to choose your poison almost. Yeah, and obviously, I mean, you can pick. It, it, there's you know smaller bet types like you know who how many yellow cards, how many red cards, um, yep. who's going to be first to score, player to score. You know, and it's it's kind of knowing how different teams play that you kind of understand how, how they're going to get scored on soccer. Soccer is a lot like chess. You know, you have 22 players on a field, you have 10 moving bodies and one person behind the sticks. That's kind of like the quarterback, you know, a good goalie is basically a quarterback of your team. And then the center midfielder is your secondary quarterback. And then they align the different players to kind of, do what they want them to do in the given games. Um, so soccer, soccer, it's very tactical. You know, a lot of, you know, my dad always says like, I, I, I bet according to what I think and what I know from playing the game, right? You know, it's not, he doesn't necessarily bet from, you know, the heart. He bets from the mind. I, I sometimes bet from the heart. You got to bet on him. I mean, that, listen, that's what, that's what we talked in, in this group, Mirza, the the masses that listen to the fanatics and that tune in to um, the fanatics on the radio and listen to this, you know, we're not talking about, you know, I know there's some degenerates like me who, who would like to bet a lot of money on a game, but part of it is betting, you know, I'm, I'm betting the Cyclones, I'm betting the Hawkeyes. I bet a lot of Chelsea just because I know the team. Um, I actually locked into Everton, you know, that a little bit this year and, and did well with them. But, you know, it's one of those things where uh, and, uh, the, the soccer matches are a lot like a college basketball game where give it a shot. If you haven't bet it, trust me, watch these Euro games because they go by in a flash. The clock never stops. It's 45-45. They always add on time at the end. I love that aspect of it because you never know how much extra time. And we were laughing about Brazil down one yeah. nothing, getting 10 minutes extra time and scoring uh, to win that game. But, Home you know, country. soccer's just got that little nuance that's a lot of fun. But it, it's over in a flash. It's like watching a college basketball game. So then the next one's up. And there's, there's always something to watch, whether it's – um, I'm not gotten too much into the, um, the, the U S league, but MLS. you know, this, the, the MLS is, is growing too, but it's, de- it's definitely grown. I'll tell you that it's, it's, I I've been watching a lot more of the MLS. I mean, 
you know, they've, they've produced some good quality teams and matches. I mean, they're actually doing pretty well. The U.S. teams are doing a lot better in the CONCACAF Champions League these days. Yep. I think they still have a few teams in there. So I think, I mean, within the next five, six years, you know, they always say soccer's coming, but with the quality of players the U.S. men's team has now and how many people are playing soccer within the United States, it's it's just inevitable. Um, so it's, it's definitely going to be something that people are going to bet on more and more as time goes on. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think the I think the only way to stem the tide is when the Pulisics um, and the McKinneys they don't go overseas to play. And the reason they do, guys, is money. Trust me, the money is enormous in the EPL, uh, the Italian league, Syria. I mean, it's the money's amazing, but it'll it'll shift when those good players and good American players stay here rather than go play there for 15 years. And they finish out in the MLS when they're, when they're basically uh, on one leg. Um, but it's uh, it, 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 as a sport to me, this is the, this is the time that's it's, it's on the come. It's time to get in. It's time to get locked in. So um, here's our, let's uh, let's just jump into it. Let's jump into Let's jump into the Euros. We'll touch on Copa. Copa doesn't wrap up until I think Monday. They have their final group stage stuff before they get in their final round. Um, Euro. Right now we're down to sixteen, so we're at we're basically the Sweet Sixteen. Games uh, start Tuesday, or excuse me, start Saturday, Saturday, and end Tuesday. So what they had is they had Group A through Group E. They ended up picking the top two teams, and then there were some some third place teams that made it. I'm looking here. Let's let's before we get game by game, Mears. Let's hop into this. I want to do just mm-hmm. the team futures. So um, the cool thing on DraftKings, I know for sure, is you can do the winner. You can do top two. You can do top four. Uh, real quick. Anybody in that list that you rule out, like, no chance. They don't have a chance. They're not going. And it may be more than one. I mean, the top four teams right now, you have France, Italy, England, and Germany, according to what I'm seeing. Uh, England and Germany are uh, tied at plus 700. Um, Spain after them. England's not going to – they, they're just – the way they play, they got Germany next – the only reason that they're so far up is because their uh, side of the bracket, if they beat Germany, they have a lot easier road to the final than the other side of the bracket. That would be the only thing. But are they going to beat Germany? They're not going to beat Germany. I mean, they. I, I mean, I, I know a lot of English people, and they always want to bring that – thing home any kind of cup they you know soccer invented by the english perfected by everybody else you know they they have a great league but harry kane he's more worried about where he's going to go next is he going to go to man city is he going to go somewhere abroad like a real madrid whatever you know i i think their best bet of beating germany is playing the younger guys but i think germany is too good for england to be um, I just, I don't see that happening. I think France, great pick, obviously. I mean, they got out of the group stages, the group of death, you know, they're in the same group as Portugal and Germany, 
won that group and they never got out of second gear. I mean, that, that team has a third and fourth gear where they can just blow past people. Mbappe, Griezmann, Benzema up front, solid in the back, amazing midfielders. That's a good pick. Italy, you never know if the Italians, I mean, they, they just play very defensive soccer. They'll beat you through putting you asleep and then just kind of try to wring your neck. Um, I would say after England in the top four, I would say they're the next to go. And then the wild card would be Germany. Germany just, you know, they have great players all around. It's just what German team shows up. I mean, the German team that showed up against Portugal will beat everybody. The German team that showed up against Hungary and tied Hungary two to two is going to struggle. But I, I, I think that they are formidable and I think that they're better than both Italy and England. Um, you know, next up you got, you know, fifth plus 800 odds, Spain. Yeah. You're looking at the middle, you're looking at the middle portion. Yeah. Spain, they, you know, they're a younger team. They have a lot of inexperience in cup games and shockingly enough, that's a huge deal. I mean, uh, it's not shocking, but I mean, it's a, it's a big deal. Having a bunch of players that have not played in this kind of environment, you can play in the champions league. You can play in your, you know, uh, domestically, but once you go and it's high stakes, like the euros or the world cup, it's a whole different thing. You know, Messi has a, probably the best career of all time but he is looked upon as one of the biggest failures in international soccer because he has not won a Copa. He has not won a world cup. That's a whole different, that that's a different type of pressure. You have the whole country's pressure on your shoulders. Yep. And I, I think they're just a little bit young. Um, I would say those are my top five. I think France is probably the favorite uh, a wild card pick that I would pick looking at these would be the Netherlands. Um, just cause offensively speaking, they're, they're unreal. I mean, they're so quick. They have some amazing young talent and they're, they're playing with nothing to lose. I mean, I think whereas Spain, they have such a, you know, they won the Europa, the euros, they won the world cup and then won the euros again in a, like a, three cup kind of spree. The Netherlands say they, they actually didn't qualify for the world cup. I think a few years back were the euros. So they, they, they're just kind of playing with reckless abandonment. Um, it's fun watching them play. I, I think I, I texted Todd when I was watching their last game. I'm like, this is just amazing to watch. They, they just run over you. Um, so yeah, France, Netherlands. And if I was going to pick, you know, somebody that, Cause there's always a team out of the blue, you know, you had, uh, the Greeks wanted an 04 and which was they, nuts. Yeah. And they're awful. Uh, Portugal won it when they shouldn't have won it this last time. They'd be, I mean, I think it'd be France. Didn't Iceland make a run one year? Yep. Iceland made a run. Wales made a run. Iceland beat Iceland beat England. Yeah. To make, yeah. To make that, that run. was nuts. I remember that. Yeah. I mean, anybody in that category, you know, I would, I would maybe say, I 
Uh, frick. I, I'd say maybe Croatia. I mean, they, they're runners up in the world cup. Uh, they're plus 6,000, but you know, they got Luka Modric ball and door winner. You know, he won it when you still had a Messi and a Ronaldo. They have some very good midfield talent. They have Perisic. Um, I think, you know, things go their way. They could maybe win it, but you know, I would, I would probably say I'd be surprised if France, Germany, or the Netherlands did not win. I'd say those are my top three picks to win it. And who's Christensen? Who's Christensen's team? Uh, Denmark. Dude, I don't. I don't. You know, when we go through, when we go into the games. No, I hear you. Uh, you know, I hear you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That I, if, if I'm going to pick a dark horse, so and I'll start. I'll start from the bottom up. If I'm going to pick a dark horse, that's my dark horse. Plus two thousand to win it. Um, plus five hundred to finish top two. Plus one sixty to finish top four. And you'll see in the bracket. The problem is, you know, they beat Wales. Their second game is the Netherlands. Um, after that, all bets are off, right? I mean, say they win that game, all bets are off. And, and at plus two, the plus two grand, I like that team. I don't like Croatia. What I like about um, what I like about Denmark was um, they kind of had to scrap their way to do it. And they yeah. scored five goals, finishing second, which is pretty darn good. Um, but nobody's talking about Belgium. Why not? I, I was going to ask you that because that's, you know, they're plus a thousand to win it all. And they won their group easily. They won all three games. They scored seven goals and they only gave up one. I think it's just because they haven't been tested on defense. I, I, you know, I watched that defense play and they just seem susceptible um, I think they play a team like the Netherlands or even Portugal, who they actually play. Right. You know, they beat Portugal, and those odds are going to shift dramatically. That's um, a hell of a game right there. Yeah. I mean, you have Jota, you have Ronaldo, you have Bruno Fernandes. Uh, like, you have a very strong attacking force on Portugal. And if Belgium's defense can weather that it's going to give you a whole different understanding of what their defense is like. Like right now, my biggest issue with them, I just don't see them as being strong enough defensively to win that. Um, Let's see. Let me look really quick who they started in defense. That group, that group B, that group B wasn't, Awful. I, I don't think the Russian team, they're, they're near, like you have said, they're old. They were, they were not good. I mean, their defense gave up seven goals and then they had Denmark and Finland, Finland, <laughs> Finland scored one goal, the entire group stage. Uh, but Denmark was a scrappy team and they got them, but you know, I, I just looked at them at plus a thousand. Um, but granted that first game, man, you, you could be out Saturday. Um, if you're throwing, yeah. I mean, that, that to me is uh, there's really two games I've got my eye on. That that is right up there, number number one. Well, you looked that up too. So that's kind of my long shot, middle of the bracket. Um, again, you know, Belgium, Portugal. Here's the thing on that game: they're playing each other first. 
Um, winner's going to get Italy. I really like this Italian team. Uh, I watched two of the three games that they played. And I don't know, again, much about soccer, but what I saw was that team was very in sync. And they were really good at coming over the top when they needed to, uh, to get a guy out there. And at the same time, they didn't give up. I don't think they gave up a goal, Mears. Yeah, they scored nope. seven, gave up no goals to Wales, Switzerland, and Turkey. Turkey's horrible. And, I mean, I wouldn't say Turkey's horrible. Turkey actually had a really good um, qualifying for Euro. To get in. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not that they're horrible. It's just, like I said, like you get to that tournament, everything's out the window, and you're basically, you know, you Italy has something that I've told you about. Like, for some reason, every Italian team, if they make a cup, they're hard to beat, they're hard to break down. They scrap out goals, and, you know, I the only thing with Italy is, you know, their group was not that tough. No. Uh, what happens when they play a team like a France? What happens if they play a team like a uh, Belgium? Like you said, I mean, they play a Belgian Belgium. They got, they got a lot of talent. They yeah. got, they got a, uh, the Bruyne, who's probably one of the best players on the planet, probably the best midfielder on the planet. They yep. got Lukaku who's built like a linebacker playing forward. Who's one of the most highly, he's one of the most highly sought after whatever it is, free agents in soccer. I never understood it, but he's a, he's a big name. He, where else he could land, it would be, it's going to be a game changer. So those, those two guys for Belgium right there are, they're equivalent yeah. to Portugal, you know, to Ronaldo and uh, Fernandez. So who's the other guy? Um, uh, they got Mertens, they got Hazard. I mean, they got Jota who plays at Liverpool. I mean, well, not, not, sorry. That that's for Portugal. Uh, they got Mertens. Um, God, I mean, I like Italy in that brand. I mean, but here's the thing. If you do Belgium at plus a thousand or Portugal at plus 1400 to win it, at least, you know, you've got one of those teams in the quarterfinals are right there in the middle. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I like Italy more than Portugal. I mean, more than uh, Belgium. There's just defensively, yeah, just defensively, Belgium is not giving me a lot. I can, I can, it's just hard for me to say like, yeah, I like them. I honestly yeah. like looking, looking at their lineup right now, I think Portugal beats them and I think they don't, it's not even going to be. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think they both have frailties in the same places. That's the issue. They both are atrocious on the defense. They both are good in the midfield and they're good going up front. You know what I like about that? As we get into it, there's uh it's a good over bet. Um, all right. So outside the middle, you, we've got France, Italy, England, Germany, Spain, Netherlands, all under a thousand of those. I'm really, uh, like I said, I like this Italian team. I like them really as a top two because I think they can get through. I think they could beat France. France may be the best team, um, and they've got some good players. I know a lot of these last games, like you were talking about, Portugal or uh, Germany, Hungary, they were bringing guys off the bench late. You know, they didn't need to do anything in that game. They 
they didn't embarrass themselves by losing, but I like this German team mirrors. I, I just do. I think there's, and probably that's because there's some Chelsea guys on it, but they, uh, those guys don't stop, man. They have tons of opportunities. I love watching. I love watching them play. And what I saw from France wasn't all that impressive. Mbappe and I don't know. I mean, I'm sure these guys are good, but Germany plus 700 to win it. I like yeah, that. I, I think it's kind of what we were saying with France. I think Germany also didn't probably get out of second gear the whole first few games. Definitely, I mean, that, they, definitely that last game. Yeah, I mean, they showed against Portugal, putting up four goals against the defending champions, and the yep. way that they did it, you yep. know, it it really shows you that England probably is not happy that they're playing Germany. No, that, and you look at is... look at the top of that draw. If Germany beats England, which I think they will, because England scored what one goal. Like the England's yeah. offense, their defense is good. Don't I mean? Obviously, they shut everybody out, but they they're not impressive. They're not going to keep up. Dude, their next game is against Ukraine or Sweden, yeah. And then they're that's on to the semis. I, I know everybody's thing. in it, right? That's not a good. That's a great draw for Germany. Yeah. No, I mean I agree. I mean that that finish to be put in this situation on yeah. the easier side of the bracket. I mean, I think it's Germany's literally in that scenario to lose, but you know, it's, they've done it in the last world cup. They kind of faltered. Yeah. If they play, if they play up to their level, you know, they have a very good chance. I agree. I mean, they came, they came out, they came out with Mueller off the, he, he came off the bench with, with Timo Werner. I mean, those two guys came off the bench against Hungary. I would, I mean, Mueller probably still comes off the bench. He's, he's past his prime, you know, but, but Werner starts every, every game and their, their defense is, is really good. And, you know, Kai Havertz is that kid can play. That's going to be a cool game because you got Havertz versus Mason Mount. um, And those two are two of the young stars. Mason Mount might not play because of COVID, I think. I mean, right there, dude, Germany. Yeah, we'll get into the picks. But when you look well, at the bracket mirrors, don't you see like that Germany, that Germany, that's too easy of a run to the semis. Oh, I yeah. mean, Belgium, Portugal, Italy, that's tough. France, like you said, they're a good team. France, Spain, I think those two go on. That's a hell of a game. And then you're, you can – I think it's going to be Denmark, the Netherlands. What a, I mean, the only game that sucks is Germany versus whoever, Sweden or Ukraine. Yeah. I, I, but I think, honestly, I told you this before, I think Wales beats Denmark. That's crazy, man. I, I thought you'd, I, I really thought you'd pick differently based on uh, Christensen and how that team's rallied. They, they just kind of have that. It's like hockey now. It's uh, Montreal Canadiens were picked last, like no way. And here they are yeah. in the, they're on the press. You know, it's it's that they're on the precipice of the Stanley Cup, playing for a Stanley Cup. It's it's that Cinderella story in Denmark. And Wales didn't impress. I mean, come on, what was Wales? They were uh, not that I can talk you out of anything. I mean, you're going to bet what you want to bet. They scored three goals and gave up two. 
They only, they only conceded one against Italy and they also had a red card against Italy. I think the reason that I'd pick Wales over Denmark is because you have Ramsey going through the middle and you have Bale on the either on, probably on the right side going left. Yep. I, I just, I like that combination. I also like the kid from uh, man United um, on the wing, really quick winger. Um, they have uh, Joe Allen in the midfield who used to play for Liverpool, who's a very solid kind of defensive pivot midfielder. Uh, a lot of ball holding, but, um, you know, and Wales made a run last time. I mean, I think, you know, that, that team hasn't changed that much. You know, I, I, I Denmark had a lot to do to make it. They scored five goals, but four of those goals were against Russia, I think. <laughs> Yeah, they so would they beat Russia four four, four one. two four one four one. So you had you had a very interesting scenario where if they they would have probably not made it if they there were some scenarios where they could have not made it to this point based upon the results of the other game and then their own game. They yeah, played they, their way in. They had somebody had to get second in that group. You're right, Group B. It was them in Finland <laughs> yeah, with one win and two losses. So um, yeah. thanks to, thanks to Belgium. All right. So feet to the fire mirrors. If, if you had maybe a couple picks, you know, what do you, what are you looking at? Uh, you know, a couple teams you're going to pick to win it with the, the odds that you're looking at to win the whole thing or just to win the next round, win the whole thing. Then we'll go game by game in the next round. I like Germany um, yeah, I do too. just because kind of, of their bracket. I think the reason that both feminine Ireland are in plus 700 is because whoever wins that game is going to have a very easy route. Yep. Um, France, obviously for, cause I, I'm a big fan of France and the way they play. Um, I think France at their best is unstoppable in modern day football. Yep. You just can't, nobody can compete with the talent that they have. Their, their backup, their backup 11 could probably make a run in this tournament if they play well. Um, I'm taking France 420. You're taking Germany's plus 700. And you like yeah. Croatia as your sleeper. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's, there's a lot of experience on that team. Um, they get Pat. I, I like that they're playing Spain. Cause Spain has had some issues scoring besides their last game. And yep. Spain is very young. Um, if Luca Modric can control the midfield, I think that Italy sneaks by, but it's going to take some luck. I think they're either going to win like one zero or get blown out like five, six zero. It's, it's, it's literally going to be either, or I, I think it's going to be either they're going to win close or they're just going to get blown out there. There's a very good chance. Either one of those is going to happen. Cause you're talking about a large gap in age between the two. Oh yeah. You're, you're talking about guys at the end of their careers and guys that are just starting their careers. You're, and listen, Spain didn't even win their group. That's why Sweden's playing Ukraine. I mean, I'm, I'm not giving Sweden the love. Maybe I should, but I mean, they had Slovakia, Poland, and Spain in their group. But, 
yeah, maybe, maybe I'm overlooking a team. Um, the only team I felt that I was overlooking, I don't think I am with, with Sweden was, was maybe Belgium just because the winner of that, that game, you're going to get some good odds of that one. Um, I'm going to go with, if I had to take mine, I'm going to go with Italy and Germany at the top plus 600 for Italy plus 700 for Germany. And then my Cinderella story would be, um, would be Denmark just based on how they're playing and who they're playing for and everything that goes along with that. I just think that's a, that's just one of those sports things that, you know, you just try not to, you just don't deny it, man. You just go with it. You just go with it. So I'm going to ride with playing for Christensen and, and see how they do. Yeah. All right. So there we have kind of that future bet. We're going to dive right into so there's two games each of these days, two Saturday, two Sunday, two Monday, two Tuesday. Here's the beautiful thing about soccer and this this uh, championship. You've got an 11 o'clock game and a 2 o'clock game, and you can set that on your TV in the background while you're working from home in the remote work age. It's just so much fun to have this stuff. Um, and I love being able to put it on – ESPN and just have it playing in the background. So, Oh, also I want to mention this too. If people aren't watching this, uh, NBC carries sky sports news. If you're into soccer, you probably already know this. If you're not, mm-hmm. and you want to find a good source, look for sky sports news. They do a really good job on soccer. All right. So let's uh, last 15 minutes here. Mirrors. Let's just run through these games. Uh, I know where you're going to go on this. We got Wales, Denmark, first game out of the shoot, Saturday at 11. Denmark is the favorite here at minus 118. There's no tie, right? No, you can't tie. They go to PKs. There's a draw. I don't know why they have tie in here. They can tie, but I I guess it would end in a draw. But then they would go to PKs. Got you. That's what this is saying. And you have Denmark winning. Not a draw. It's the tie. K settles and winner. For 30, brother. If you like Wales, that's a hell of a pick right out of the gate. Oh, dude. I, I like Wales two to one. I think it's going to be two to one Wales. I might have to. Uh, gosh, and I've got Denmark as my sleeper there. I can't go favorite the whole way. I, I honestly, salty. I like your, I like, you know, plus four thirty in that first game. Woo. I, 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 like Aaron, I like Aaron Ramsey to score at least one, maybe two. He's, he's been playing right, very dangerous. Player uh, props. Uh, I want to check on Ramsey here. Uh, where is he? Aaron Ramsey plus fourteen hundred first goal scorer uh, to score a goal. There's gosh, they do list every player. Uh, yes, plus six fifty. It's not a bad bet there too. You, you, you could be walking up. You'd be walking around the first day just like a king, man. Get that win at plus four thirty, and him to score a goal plus six fifty. I love the, it. The thing with that, the thing with him is that they they play this ball through the midfield, and he makes a deep run from the midfield a lot. Um, it's you know he I think it was 
it wasn't it was the second game where he scored a goal and he actually could have had two or three goals making that run and it's just something that they do so often i don't think that Denmark is as defensively sound as Italy. And I think that's going to work very well for them. But I mean, him and Bale, you got two world-class players on that team. Yeah. Bale's a player. I mean, Gareth Bale was like the most expensive player on the planet at one point. Yeah. You know, the guy, the guy likes, he's trying to become the Welsh Tiger Woods, but I mean, he's still a soccer player and he still has a good day job. Um, I love it. So yeah, I, I honestly think two to one for uh, the the Welsh, my Welsh brethren. Um, if you've ever met a person from Wales, you can't understand a lick that they're saying. Guys can barely talk English. <laughs> Sounds they, like they have marbles. English. It's marbled mouth. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's really uh, it's interesting when you're talking to somebody that speaks English and you don't understand their English. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. Plus 430 years. I like it. Um, you mentioned something, too, about goals. I'll hit that at the end. Uh, all right, Saturday, 2 o'clock. Last uh, year, you get 700. Um, to me, this is an easy This is an easy pick. And I, here's the thing with soccer. I don't mind laying big money on favorites, and I will lay the minus 210 and probably double the bet that I normally make so I can make some money off it. But um, I'm going Italy. Yeah, Italy over goal and a half. Gotcha. Or at least they'll right. score two. I mean, if Austria's lucky, they'll have all but score That's what I goal thought to make too. it. Do you think do you think Austria even scores? I mean, Italy's defense. I don't see. It. I, but I'll get to that. We'll get to over under. Okay, but you do. Uh, hold on, let me show. I've, I've got this too. Uh, total goals over one and a half is minus two eighty six. I'm gonna do. I'll just. I'm gonna say it. All these first round games. I'm gonna do over two and a half goals in every game. It's, the only game I thought about not doing that in um, at first was England, Germany. And then I just think Germany crushes them. So uh, I'm going to do – that's the only way to get plus money. Um, all right, Sunday, 11 o'clock, you got the Czech Republic versus Netherlands. Netherlands minus 148. Czech Republic plus 430. Dutch will smoke them. I, I mean, think so too. They will smoke them down the lines through the middle and on how, the left, on the right. How are they minus one forty eight and Italy's minus two ten? Like this to me, for this team at minus one forty eight is the best. It's the best odds on the board. I love that. I love that bet. No doubt about it. We're both we're both agreement on Netherlands. A lot, and then the game. Go for it. It's all it's all history. Italy. It's it's a name. Yep. Italy Italy is Italy. I just don't see it. Uh, yeah. I don't listen, if they're gonna do it, that's fine. Let's take the let's take uh let's take the money with Netherlands Sunday. Um all right. The second best game of the first first uh the, or the sweet sixteen of the Euro. Belgium, Portugal, you're getting plus odds on both teams. So you got Belgium plus 150, Portugal plus 210, 
really looking here in this game, it's probably the lightest odds on a tie. They're kind of figuring these are two equally matched teams. All right, Mirza, I want to hear who you got, Belgium, Portugal. It's it's hard to bet against Ronaldo. It is. I mean, that's that's I think, you know, they both have amazing players, but you have Cristiano Ronaldo on your team. You have a very in my opinion, a spotty defense in Belgium. You have a spotty defense on Portugal too, but I think how do you bet against a guy that produces, I think he's a leading goal scorer of the Euros currently. I mean, you know, they won it last time. He wasn't in the final for most of the game. I mean, the guy wants to prove himself. I, I it's hard for me to bet against Ronaldo, you know, and for some reason, I just don't trust the Belgian team. I've never have. It's I don't know. If it's, and I love Belgium as a country. I mean, it's one of my favorite countries ever. Like I love going to Belgium. Like I've been there once. I loved it every moment of it. But I do. I think they're going to win this game. No, I don't. I don't know. No, why. <laughs> you're not waffling. Pardon the pun. You're going straight to it. Don't you? Do you? Are you with me? Do you see this as? I see this as a high-scoring game. I, I do too. I, I think it's two shaky defenses. I I could see this being four two, three two. Yeah. Um, you know the thing about betting the over, I think in this in these games is nobody wants to go play extra time. Nobody wants to go to penalties. Nobody wants the exhaustion. You want to make sure that you yep. went out and you're not playing an extra thirty minutes and then shooting PKs, which is a crapshoot. You're trying to avoid that in the, in the, in the group games. Yeah. You can, you can lose out and have a draw and get a point, And then you beat a team that, you know, you're better than, and then you make it to the next round here, you fuck up and you're going home. So you better play good and you better score some goals and you better, you better, you better score some goals. That's why I like over two and a half mirrors that I think we need to bring this up for those bet soccer. You think about it in these group matches, um, it finishes 90 minutes plus whatever second half game's done. That's it. That's all she wrote. Game's done. One, zero, 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 or two, whatever. In this, you're going to go your 90, your plus minutes. If it's two, two, they're going to tack on 20 minutes. And then they do PKs. So you get almost an extra half of a half to score another goal. And that's why I like that over proposition. I, on this game, I can see betting the over three and a half at plus two eighty, And I know I kind of like the Belgium, but I'm, I'm with you. I don't know how you, I don't know how you don't take Portugal plus two ten. I think you just have to. It's yeah. I, and I've always tried to like Belgium. <laughs> And I really do like them. Like I like a lot of their players, but I just can't see him winning. I would put more money on the, my over bets over two and a half, over three and a half in this game than I would on Portugal. Cause, cause I think it's going to be, it'll be a fun game. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Those are going to be, I, uh, that's, there's going to be two fun teams to watch. Um, I, I agree with you a hundred percent on maybe yeah. not betting. Who's going to win on that game and yeah. over. <laughs> I mean, it's just hard yeah. to say, like, like you said, it's Portugal though. Like it's Ronaldo plus two ten. Uh, it's gotta be worth something, <laughs> yeah, but put yeah. more money on the goals. I just think they both scored quite a bit, uh, coming out of the group stage, you know, Portugal had 
seven goals. Uh, what did Belgium have? Belgium had seven goals. They were two of the most high potent offenses. Um, yeah, I, I like scoring here. I mean, I could see it being two-two with extra time and somebody winning it. it uh, it'll, it'll definitely be over two and a half goals. Yep, I'm with you there. All right, so Monday, let's get to Monday morning, eleven o'clock. Uh, Spain minus one sixty-two versus Croatia. You're kind of dark horse here. Uh, I'll go first on this one. Um, there's no doubt. My, I'm I'm a victim of watching Spain's most recent game. I'll admit it right here. I, I'm not even thinking about it. As much as I know you like Croatia, I'm I'm going to lay my money on Spain, and I'm also going to bet again over two and a half. I mean, I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically what I want to happen compared to what is going to happen. Bet with your heart here. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things like, you know, experience matters. Croatia's got it. Spain kind of has it. I mean, they have one Busquets, who's their captain, who's been there, done that. I, you know, when I think of Spain, what have you done for me lately? I don't I don't see much. You know, they beat they beat a OK team five to zero. Probably yep. could have, they should have beaten them like nine zero. I mean, they missed they missed so many chances until the floodgates open. I mean, you, you can't do the same thing against a team that's as good as Croatia. And if Croatia can grab them in the midfield and not let go, it's going to be a very very long day for Spain. But again, you're you're talking about thirty some year olds in the midfield going up against a lot of 20 year olds that are running it up and down the field that, that it's, it's a lot different. It is. And, you know, that's a really good point just because you don't know what you're going to get. Right. I mean, I think it's Spain, you know, if you look at, uh, I did a quick research on them for this year and, and the national team, they tend to crush bad teams and then, but they, then they don't lose to really good teams. You know, that's a lot of, but they can't, they can't draw this out. Right. I could see down the line, Spain going to PKs, but um, I just think it's, for me, it's a matchup here. Like you said, smart, not with your smart, heart. Yeah. Smart money would be if I was smart, which I'm not, I'd bet Spain. <laughs> I'm going to bet Spain. And I'll tell you what, I'm not going to bet them the next match. Let's put it that way. Um, I won't bet them against France. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the Monday afternoon game. Kind of a good one, actually. I mean, you know, listen, in terms of where they are on the map, you got France and Switzerland. France minus 190. Switzerland plus 650. Who do you like? That'll be a bloodbath. I think France kills them. That might be I, one of those. That might be one of those games you do the over three and a half as well. Um, three and a, it'll be three to one. Shakiri from Liverpool might score one lucky goal for uh, Switzerland, but I, I, I think France. That coach is going to get him into into another gear. He has to. I mean, you can. They slid by a tough group in second gear. Yeah, they need to show some teeth. I think. I I can see them rolling through Switzerland, like maybe scoring five goals against them. I mean, I, I, I think this is going to be a very, very brutal game for Switzerland. 
And that game is cool. I didn't realize this too, where they're playing everything. Um, Cause this next game. So that game is in Bucharest. Bucharest. Yeah. Uh, at least playing in love. Get this. Okay. Yeah. This is not fair. Mirza. All right, here we go. I'm with you. France all the way. Um, like I said, I wasn't impressed, but I think I take to heart what you're saying. They weren't, they didn't have to do much just to even to win their pool. They had the easiest, I think, of all the draws in the initial rounds. Um, all right, this is this is my this is the best game, and it's it's Tuesday morning. It's in London. I did not realize this. This game is in London. Doesn't so matter. England, Germany. Germany is like Portugal. Germany's plus two hundred. England's plus one fifty. Um, you got high-powered offense versus really good defense. I still think it's over two and a half. I'm going Germany. I don't care if I get plus 200 money, but playing in London, that's going to be absolutely bonkers. It, do you know what's going to be bonkers? The English press the next day. <laughs> There's nothing there's nothing better than the English press when England gets knocked out of a cup. And it's going to be brutally honest and it's going to be all negative and that coach is going to get fired. He's going to have some he's going to have some PTSD from the 86, was it 96? Yeah, 96. I think he missed a penalty against Germany or something like that. Or yeah, Germany beat Germany beat them back in '96, I think, in the Euros too. This so, is going to yeah. be a game. This is going to be a, a, a game, a match of all matches. You know, it's, I'm surprised it's Tuesday. Like I thought that they would put this game, you know, a Saturday or Sunday, just to get the TV audience. But oh my gosh. Everybody's going to be watching. Everybody. Listen, Europe will shut down for this thing. But I'm with you. I, I think it's I think it's Germany here. Um, they just they have the horses, man. I mean, that team is loaded. They are yeah, loaded I, with players. I, I think I think England has good players, but I think their coach is an idiot. Good. You know, you know what? There's a lot of, and we know this in American football, there's a lot of betting with or against the coach. We'll have to get into that next year. I love, uh, I love those kind of trends. All right. So you're on Germany too. I still think, again, every match I'm going over two and a half goals. A couple of these I'm going over three and a half. Um, all right. Final game, and we'll wrap this up here. Sweden. Yeah. Sweden, who was the surprise of the group stage. Uh, playing Ukraine, both plus money. Uh, Sweden's plus 135. Ukraine's plus 235. I'm really not taking an underdog, per se. I mean, I am in, in taking Portugal and Germany. I am technically taking an underdog. I don't know where to, I don't know where to go on this. What are you seeing in this game? The only way that Ukraine beats Sweden is if Shevchenko de-ages himself from the coaching booth by like 10 to 15 years in place for Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> Ukraine's not beating Sweden. Ukraine is awful. They are not good. They, the thing, man, that you can get Sweden plus money. 
Yeah, they're not good. Sweden's going to win that game, I think, pretty easily. I, I, I think they win, you know, by pretty easily, I mean, I think they'll win like 1-0, but I think it's going to be a comfortable win. I just don't see Ukraine winning at all. Yeah, not I, putting much pressure, not, not possessing the ball. Uh, it's just hard. I, I, I really, I mean, I like, I don't mind Sweden as a team. I don't mind. I think they're an okay team. And then when I think of Ukraine, I think you guys used to be somewhat decent and now you guys are really not that decent. I just, I just don't see this. I I would bet Sweden on here and I would not bet any goals. Cause I think it'll be like one zero and it's, it's, it's going to be the least interesting game. I mean, if Zlatan Ibrahimovic was playing, if he did not get injured or whatever he did, this would be a much more interesting game just because of his personality. But bet Sweden for the win. I would not care about the goals or anything like that. I would just make sure. So I think Sweden's going to win and Ukraine's going to go packing. 43, 43, I like it. Um, yeah, I think, geez, man, if I had to look through all these, I mean, we gave all our bets. I think, you know, with your confidence, I think really shaking up maybe the last tournament is the best bet of Sweden plus 135 now. But I think it's it's hard to argue getting a Portugal and Germany each at plus 200. Um, those are tough matches um, away from home. And don't get me wrong, it's not like Belgium and England or our layups, but if you can get those teams plus money, I know the tie would crush us, but we're not here to bet ties. We're here to pick a winner. So, um, here's a kind of final thoughts Euro, maybe, maybe something that, you know, us neophyte stalker people need to know about, uh, about betting this tournament from your perspective. I mean, I think you kind of realize that usually bet the under in the group stages, yep. a lot of, a lot of teams play not to lose in the group rounds. Um, even the good ones, you know, it's, it's, it's always interesting and always, you know, betting with your heart helps, but I mean, look at the players that they got, look at their history. Um, I, I, but I think the biggest thing is betting the unders in the group stages. And then in the group, the knockout rounds, what you're doing with betting the overs, you know, two and a half, even three and a half on something that's smart. Um, cause you got to score. You're, you if you're not, if you're not scoring, you're drawing out the game for yourself there's more risks of getting injured. You know, things, things can happen. The more you draw out a game without scoring, the better chance you have to get upset. Cause yep. if you get scored on, you know, if you're drawing it out, zero, zero, let's say you're, uh, you're France against Switzerland. You, you miss, you miss some opportunities at the beginning of the game all of a sudden it's zero zero on the 68 minute and you slip up on defense and Switzerland goes up and is up one to zero in the 70th minute. You're going to be playing 10 people behind the ball for the next 20 minutes. It's hard to score when you're literally looking at 10 dudes, like a wall of Swiss people. I know right. they're pacifists, they're pacifists, but they're still <laughs> a wall of Swiss people. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it's it is what happens in soccer. You can tell uh, you can tell when teams are just trying to possess the ball, but we're not letting you into the box whatsoever. End of discussion. Um, some oh. of those soccer nuances for sure. I I, I will say it. this. I will say this. If your team, whoever you bet on, and you're betting the over. If the team that's favored, the team that you bet on, gets scored on first in the first fifth, sixth minute, technically that's a good sign because that's going to open yep. up the game because that yep. means that they're going to go after them. They're going to score. The other team is going to open up, know that they can score against them. It's going to open everything up. It's going to make for a lot more entertaining game, and you're probably going to hit your over bet. <laughs> I love it. Mir, seriously, this is awesome. We're going to stay on this, um, get through this round. We'll probably do something uh, middle next week-ish and see where Copa ends up coming out. That's a little bit more lopsided than this. This is a really good tournament and uh, just awesome to have you. Awesome to have. Thank you to again to Wild Rose Casinos, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose. Obviously, they have Bet Rivers too as another app. It's the best gambling experience there is out there. So if you haven't signed up, I had a great podcast with Troy. I mean, they're giving you two fifty on Bet Rivers. DraftKings has a hundred dollar referral bonus if you refer somebody. I mean, the, if you haven't signed up, it's foolish. It's it's free money. So. Either stop out at the casino there in Jefferson, Emmitsburg, or, or in Clinton, uh, or pick up the apps. Pick up the DraftKings app, that Rivers app. Uh, you're going to love it. And I'm telling you, all the ways you can bet soccer, we kept it simple here today. I think that's the best way to do it. That doesn't mean it is the best way to do it. It's just my thoughts. But thanks again to Mirza. appreciate you being on, buddy. We will uh, we'll be doing this again. Hope you all enjoyed it. Soccer is for real, folks. Trust me, it's uh, it's not going anywhere. And it never stops. That's the beauty of it. It goes year-round, so we've got a lot of it. So thanks, Fanatics. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon next uh, – mid-next week.